1: Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? You idiot! you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
0: Hey, idiots! Welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance, mostly by asking ignorant questions with me, JMS. I'm your host, I'm a comedian, and I'm a fucking idiot. That's why we're here. We're learning. We're talking. Sometimes we're talking more than we're learning, but we're trying. I'm trying. Are you trying? I feel like you're trying. You're listening to fucking podcasts for God's sake. If you're new to the podcast, first of all, hi. Welcome. So happy to have you. Thanks for giving me a shot. Sorry, I apparently have cotton mouth. Listen, if you could please hit that subscribe button. And after you listen, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. Helps me out. Helps other people find the podcast just makes me feel joyous when they're nice when they're not nice it's good constructive criticism sometimes sometimes people are just like go to hell ugly or whatever uh don't do that that's i mean just do that somewhere else but if you like it leave a comment a rating a review whatever listen thanks to everyone who's done that uh, or who will do it uh listen before i tell you about my guests first of all you could have already listened to this episode and another episode that's not coming out till next week if you are on patreon Full-length episodes, uncut, nothing to miss, patreon.com slash JMS Comedy. I'm doing stand-up clips, full-length episodes. Uh, we do hangouts. There's postcards. Lots of stuff. Get on over there. It's a cool community. I tried to do, what is that fucking, starts with a D? Duh, D it's a, it's a the talking thing. Man, what is that fucking, I keep wanting to say dashboard, and it's not that. You guys know what I'm trying to say, and I can't fucking think of it. I tried to start some sort of group text thing through an app, and I just fucking couldn't get it to take off, even though I feel like it's a cohesive group of people. So I want to do something like that, but I can't figure out the best medium. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. This is uh, brain vomit that should have just been left in my brain or maybe shared at a crappy hour on Patreon. We've got a new one coming Soon if you're in the League of Extraordinary Idiots or higher, you can get in on the crappy hours. Come hang out. I'm going to schedule one soon. And that's about it for Patreon. But also other ways to support me, I have a brand new album. It's called Horny for Death. You can get it wherever you get your music. Download it. Listen. Get some laughs. Love it. I'm trying to spread the word. And also, if for some reason someone out there is listening and they are in the recording academy. If you're listening to this and you're in the recording academy and you're like, Well, I have one genre That I'm an expert in and I'm definitely selecting things to vote for in that genre but you don't know what else to vote for I have a country music single that is currently on the consideration list for Grammy nominations for best country song best solo country performance but not only that I am up for song of the year record of the year best new artist now can I believe it no but it's fucking true Do I think I'm going to get nominated? I would love that, but I think it's a fat chance in hell. I am a solo independent artist, so if you just would like to support an independent artist and you're in the Academy, that's actually why Lisa came on the podcast, because her brand new comedy album, Alive for a While, is on the comedy ballot. So go vote for her, but also fucking do some country music voting, or... Go wild and be like, take that, Olivia Rodrigo. I'm voting for Jessica Michelle Singleton for Best New Artist because I'm trying to stir things up in the world. Either way, there's a link to my song in the show notes. Check it out. It's a fun country bop. If you like country music, it's a bit, I tried to go more like outlaw a little old school country than pop country because I like the old stuff. I grew up on country in the 90s. I think you'll like it. It's got a little bit of a funny, funny, uh, I don't know, storyline. Some funny lines in it. But it's not a comedy song. It's not musical comedy. It's country. So anyways, there's that. Also, shout out to NeuroGum for helping me get things done. I have too much on my plate. I've been having an ongoing breakdown. I have missed several things because of my ADHD. Wanted to do an episode about it, but then never got around to it. And felt like that feels wrong to do when I'm already not getting things done. Uh, But I will be giving some sort of state of the union on it. Whether it's via an episode or just a private thing on the Patreon uh, but I am able to somehow get most of my things done only because of NeuroGum. It's caffeinated gum with B vitamins and L-theanine. And they are not an official sponsor of the podcast. However, I love them so much. They gave me a code because I won't stop talking about it. So I was like, hey, can I get some discount codes from my friends? Because I want other people to try this shit because it has helped my life out. So you can try this gum. Getneuro. Getneuro.com. Excuse me. Getneuro.com. That's G-E-T-N-E-U-R-O.com slash J-M-S. That'll get 15% off your first order. Not only do they have caffeinated gum that, like, helps you focus. Apparently, I haven't tried this yet, so I'm not endorsing it yet, although I'm sure based on their caffeinated gum, they probably do a good job. They have calming mints, too, to, like, I'm too wild riled up. I'm going to start speedballing Neuro gum and their mints. I'm too too jacked up on the Neuro. Got to bring myself down. Uh, I'm excited to try those. So I will report back once I finally get around to ordering some more. But I still have a whole wad of the gum, so I haven't made a new order. Anyways, start your order. Also, if you do try it, let me know what you think. I like it. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from other people who like it. And it brings me joy. Pop in a piece when you're about to work on something. Whether it's a creative project, whether you're at work and you just got to barrel through a lot of, uh, you know, to-do list things. Check it out. Let me know. And uh, thank you to those of you who have tried it out and trusted my opinion that is oh so valuable to me it makes me feel so beautiful another way to support me and the podcast but you don't want to spend any fucking money you're like enough bitch quit trying to take my pennies there's a facebook group ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots it's where i post ahead of time for my guests i feel like i just said post really weird uh but i let you know so you can send me questions there's conversations going silly memes it's a good time so look that up make sure you mention the podcast in the security questions because otherwise you're not fucking getting in bitch And I am coming to a lot of places. I will be in Houston next week for Skank Fest. So if you have tickets to Skank Fest, I will see you there. I think they're sold out. But uh, if they're not, get your fucking tickets. It's going to be a party. Also, if you are coming, I know some of you have found the podcast through Skank Fest, through, uh, you know, people somehow adjacent to the Legion of Skanks. Let me fucking know. Come up and say hi. Let me know you're going to be there. I know I owe one person a shirt that they bought ahead of time queef shirts. If you want a queef shirt, those are for sale. Let me know. I don't think I'm going to bring a bunch of skank fest because I don't want to be called a loser for having a merch table uh, at a comedy festival because that is a thing that would happen. People would be really mean and assholes about it, but I will be there. I'm also coming to Buffalo, New York. I'm coming to Pittsburgh. I'm finally coming back to Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I'll be in Eureka, California. So, NorCal. Uh, Later in the year, I'm going to Portland. I'm going to San Francisco. Shit's happening. I'm going to be in St. Paul, Minnesota in December doing not only stand-up, but also a uh, live workshop reading, a two-person reading of the musical I'm co-writing with my good friend Jeffrey Baldinger, who's an incredible comedian who I uh, was roommates with at Edinburgh Fringe. He tours all over. Also is one of the house pianists at the comedy store. So we've got this cool, very dark Christmas musical cooking up and we will be doing a live in-person performance of it in St. Paul. And I think later... Around that time, sometime in the holiday season, we're going to do a live stream or two. So keep an eye out for that. And you can be part of the live stream audience for this uh, musical that we eventually want to turn into a whole stage production. But it's just two of us going through the here's the script, explaining to you what what we're envisioning, and then singing some songs. And probably, like, with the live stream, trying to raise some money both for a charity. We're going to give a portion to a domestic violence charity. And, uh, also raise some money to start really get things moving on the show. Hopefully. So there's that enough about me. This isn't about me. This is about our guests. It's always about our guests. And this time I have a really incredible guest who's been on the show before. Our last episode was pretty fucking serious. And this, this was a lighthearted conversation. We got a little serious. We were like, I don't want to talk about stuff like this. I hate when people try to make comedians talk about it. Then we spent an hour and a half talking about all of it. Uh, And I'm putting out the whole episode because I usually only put out the first hour, but I lost track of time and I didn't cut it out properly. And I don't want you to miss her plugs because I want you to make sure you follow her. It's Lisa Curry, you guys. She's incredible. We go on some rants. We get a little wild. Uh, And who fucking knows? So I'm going to shut the fuck up. I've already gone on too long. I've been in your ears for... Why? Why do I do this to you? You're like, why are you still going? This is like... This is precious time that you could be getting... The 411 on Lisa Curry and her life and her journey and where she is. Who, by the way, we started together. We started touring together from like our earliest tour days. We did a thing called a Walk of Shame tour. And, uh, anyways, we'll talk about it on the show. I'm going to shut the fuck up. You guys enjoy Lisa Curry. Hey, idiots. I'm back. With my friend, hilarious comedian, also former guest of the show, Lisa Curry's here. Hey, how's it going? Hey, girl. Hey, I'm good. How are you? Where are you?
2: I'm good. I just got to Denver. I've never, ever performed in Denver proper, and I'm so excited.
0: Oh, my God. I'm so
2: excited. Everyone's like, it's going to be the best week of your life. And I have to tell you, I got um off the plane and the airport was cute and then i got to union station and that was cute and went through downtown and that was cute and i'm like i'm already ready to move here
0: denver's (laughs) the best city
2: it's so great i'm like what are we doing in los
0: angeles really what are we doing are (laughs) you okay wait so you're still based in los angeles
2: Mm -hmm. yeah for for now we'll see yeah
0: (laughs) You're just gonna pack up and move to Denver. Fuck. Listen, I'm open. <laughs> L.A. sucks. Like
2: <laughs> it's a you know it's a lot of fun. I like the 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 one shred that I'm hanging on to uh, of L.A. is that just random fun things can happen. You know, somebody yes. at the last minute will be like, "Oh, I have tickets to this event," and you're like, "Awesome, I'll go to that," and that's yeah. fun. But then you have to sit in four hours of traffic to get there, and then you pay nine thousand dollars a month for rent and um everything's a shit show and the city's broken down and it's getting worse every day (laughs)
0: what are we doing i know i'm doing but i'm making it
2: (laughs) yeah i'm doing this for the possibility of going to the vmas i I mean what am i doing
0: (laughs) yeah you're like oh uh banksy might show up on la brea i should i should be poor i should be a hobo this
2: is this is worth Definitely never owning a home.
0: Yeah. And that is the dream that we're all living in. Mm-hmm. What a nightmare. Fuck. Are you are you do are you headlighting shows this
2: week or are you with I am. I'm doing Denver Comedy Underground Friday and Saturday.
0: <sighs> well, real but real excited, excited comes for that. out. I don't know if it's probably gonna come this week. So but it's good. if you miss it, you're an idiot, Denver. <laughs> um <laughs> You've been you've been on the road with Jim Jeffries. How's that? Yeah.
2: Oh, so fun. It's a dream. It's yeah. it, I mean, the shows are incredible. Jim's the best to work with. He's so nice. And um, it's just fun. I like everybody else that he works with. Um, and it feels like a nice little family.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Is it is it all theaters? Yeah, <laughs> it's let me ask really you this. Nice.
2: It's so nice.
0: OK, so for people who don't know, a little background uh, on the Friendship of Lisa and I, Uh we kind of started the road together. Yeah. Doing these absolutely psychotic, but so fun (laughs) tours where we would do one of our minds. I know we did cities where it's like sometimes clubs, but usually like weird music venues or bars. Mm -hmm. Or I think one time we did an airplane hangar.
2: Oh, yeah. I remember there were um, squirrels running around during... We were also with Dana Moon, and uh, they fully interrupted her set. And, I mean, that, to be heckled by squirrels out in the wild, is that's new.
0: (laughs) And also, I remember that there was no heat in there. It was freezing.
2: Yes. Yes, it was absolutely freezing.
0: We were in full Um, coats. We're like,
2: isn't this fun, everyone? No one should (laughs) have... been in there for any reason other than to store livestock. Uh, That's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't go in there for any reason besides that or ending your life. is yeah. what that, <laughs> yes. that place existed for. Oh my God. So we did like gritty all over the country where we would, you know, go from sometimes really full crowds. Sometimes no one's there. And it's just like mm-hmm. we're figuring it out. We've got material, but we don't have credits. We don't have names.
2: I think my favorite part was noise. that we uh you're you're burying the lead here which is and we did sincerely video everything but our idea was to video the whole tour and like put together a sizzle to pitch as a show of like three women going on tour and um which
0: is a great idea which is a great
2: idea And we got ourselves on a lot of morning news and radio by saying we were filming a docuseries and then we would show up and they'd be like, where's your camera crew? And we're like, it's us filming on our phones. Uh, (laughs) I think they were not super pleased. (laughs) <laughs> about that i think we are like no, I, especially oh, that one, low low budget yeah that one in south carolina that never sent us the tape after i said that bill cosby should kill himself um I, <laughs> <laughs>
0: remember that. but
2: live on air in the middle of here's a thing also for anybody listening if you're um, not familiar with how comedy works um anytime there's a scandal in comedy, if you're, it doesn't matter unless you're the most famous person in comedy at that time, no one talking to you is ever going to ask you about your own career. Like you could have just won a Grammy that morning and they're going to be like, so what do you think of this Louis CK mess? And it's like, fuck you. And so we were on morning news and this guy was like, this was in the midst of all the Bill Cosby stuff. Um, No, not (laughs) the 70s, a couple of years ago. Yeah. And he goes, what do you think uh, Bill Cosby should say? And I was like, I, and I we were all, by the way, on, on literally an hour of sleep, one hour of sleep. And oh, that's right, 10 because hour we came from
0: Nashville. <laughs> yes. We didn't realize it was yes. a different time zone. We were mm-hmm. speeding, changing we were, in the car. God bless Dana went, drove the whole way, 90 miles an hour. I smelled so bad.
2: <laughs> we're fully out of our minds. We come in, <laughs> we're talking to this gentleman named Jamarcus Gaston. What a name. God bless him. I'll never forget that name. And he was like, we're all three of us are sitting in this panel. And he's like, what do you think Bill Cosby should say? And I was like, say, what can he say? He should just kill himself. And he's like, whoa, whoa, this is morning news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, oh, I'm (laughs) sorry. Nobody's (laughs) ever died on the morning news. That's not something you guys report on regularly. I'm like, if somebody asks us
2: about Cosby one more fucking time, I'm going to drive to that jail and punch him right in the head myself. Because
0: that's all it was, is Cosby Uh this. Oh, Mm -hmm. as a woman. In comedy, but it was all, it was mostly Cosby. It was like, yeah, I don't know. Let's not, Mm -hmm. he's not going to be at our show. (laughs) Yeah. We know that much. Yeah. Invite
2: Uh, him. We're going to hit him with rocks. I, I, why are you asking me about him? (laughs) (laughs) I
0: can't. (laughs) Okay. So what club did we even do? That was, we were going to North Carolina, but the news was in South Carolina.
2: Yes. Which, Already a good
0: start. <laughs> yeah. OK, so if we could compare, forget the North Carolina show. Uh-huh. Let's go back to the airplane hangar in Atlanta, Georgia, filled oh boy. with squirrels oh boy. and no heater. What is it like if you compare that show <laughs> oh. to then doing a theater with Jim Jeffries? How does it feel? I mean, I know they're both equally as fulfilling as someone who's trying to what, how does it feel to be like doing, doing, you know, the the theaters
2: feel so much easier. And I think that this is what people don't um, also people outside of comedy don't really. um, Oh, I, why would they get it? There's no reason they would get it, but I think people think like, Oh, that many people, that's so much scarier. I'm like, fuck no. It's so much scarier when you're performing for five people and two of them don't like you because that's, a huge portion of, of your of the audience. audience. <laughs> if two people don't like you out of 10,000, not 10,000, but like 3,000, who cares? They're fucking, off. Yeah. If, if 50 yeah. people don't like you out of 3,000, I don't notice, you know? <laughs> Unless they're have, at you, have you had
0: 2,987 people not like you out of 3,000
1: yet? <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me tell you what, yet. Somebody who has
0: bombed in a theater one time. Oh, no. oh, God, it's so Oh, it oh, was no. the, the first when I went to Switzerland, the second oh, time I went no. to Switzerland. Oh, it was so quiet. This <laughs> is so, a thousand seat theater full of people. English is our second language. I later mm-hmm. upon feedback realized most of it was that they could not fucking understand what mm-hmm. I was saying. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I have a thick American accent, which is horrifying. Oh. Uh, and especially after watching a Russian comedian do five minutes on how all Americans sound like bullfrogs. And I was like, oh, Oh boy, is that what a thick American accent is? Mm -hmm. And I talk way too fast. Like that's I got feedback and they're like, oh, you're I'm sure you're funny. I don't think anyone could understand you. And I was like, oh, oh, great. That's a (laughs) tiny flag of relief because there was a thousand people there filmed, by the way, for television. Uh, And let's just all take a moment to thank editors. (laughs) i just was like well i die on tv i guess that's how that goes uh i heard someone i swear to god they must have been in the back third of the theater at least i was bombing so hard this is what i heard (laughs) no
2: (laughs) jessica which is
0: so funny because i did a show in another room at that festival and did well not only did i do well i like it's also speaks a lot to like the different cultures mm-hmm. that you learn. Now I go to Switzerland and I know how to do comedy mm-hmm. a, slower, but also figure out what works and doesn't. Yeah, much. of course. But then it was like, here's my uh set that I had to type out. But it was also they made us type out a full transcript of our set, of our 12-minute set, oh. which the day of they said, No, it's not 12 minutes, it's seven minutes. And I was like, Are you out of your fucking mind? You're telling us that right before the show. Anyway.
2: I, Yeah, I would have been homicidal. I, I, no, there's no way I would have been like forgot to do it. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Worth it for the beautiful views. It it worked out well. I ended up like booking another festival and toured in South Africa. So I was like, well, well there you go. It all leads to something. But like, ah, just I just hope you yeah. never have a bad set in the theater. Um, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, I
2: I do have the advantage of. it. it It is easier because it's a big group of people. And yeah, that's the thing. Like they're paying a lot of money to see Jim. And so they're like anyone that comes out and is like, I'm a friend of Jim's and he wanted me to do a little thing first. They're like, yay.
1: Yeah. You you know,
2: Jim.
0: (laughs) What a difference in just in general, going in front of an audience that's like pumped Mm -hmm. for comedy. And because they love the headliner, they trust Everyone mm-hmm. who's on the stage, they just trust like these yeah. are professionals versus, you know, nearly every show in L.A. where half the crowd's like, I can fucking do that. Or I've never seen you on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is,
2: that is uh, I've, I've started to become really hostile with people in L.A. And if I have a long <laughs> mic cord or God, God forbid, no mic cord, I uh, will walk into the audience. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I've just I've fully snapped. I'm unhinged. I cannot be trusted. <laughs> I will go right up to your fucking table. We <laughs> <Like, I'm laughs> lost it much more subdued in a theater <laughs> just okay. like normal. And I trust the crowd, but I'm like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to alpha you. Like I would alpha a dog.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm the boss here. That's so fucking funny. Oh, nuts. Jesus Christ.
1: Oh. Well,
0: I mean, you've, You've come a long way. We've both done a ton of shit Mm -hmm. since yeah, the fucking walk of shame.
2: God bless. Look, I would do. I would still. I don't. You know, I was gonna say I would still do the road in that way, and that's a (laughs) lie. That's I'm lying to you. I know you are because I
0: keep. (laughs) By the way, the things I've canceled, I've started things going. I'm gonna do another one, and then I go, no, I'm not. I don't need to do that anymore. What the fuck was I thinking? No. Although I will still pick
2: up like when I do gigs with Jim, I'll go into the city early and pick up extra spots um, because I'm a a psycho because I'm just like, yeah, I'm in a major city. I'm going to go see some more of the scene for a couple of days. You know? Yeah,
0: it's we're I think we're it's fair to say that we're both workaholics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, the other thing about doing on top of how draining tours like that are also as you develop, you grow as a comedian, you get these opportunities that are you know, better, more money, a more cushy setup. You can afford like they, you can go in and out and you don't have to like stay in your car for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dying. Um, but also. It's really hard to find anyone else who's going to work as hard as. Like, I'm not going to I don't want to toot my own horn, but like as the two Toot-to? of us. Mm-hmm. like because <laughs> yeah. I've noticed and I don't know if you had this for a while after we mm-hmm. first did them the amount of people who wanted to pick my brain or yes. Were like, yes we should do a tour did you get people going we should do it together and it's like oh you just want to do spots on a thing I book
2: that or um it, and it, I'm always like if somebody's like hey can you help me with this thing fuck yeah I'm gonna take 10-15 minutes out of my day and try to show you how to do this because there's room for everyone but what I found was <laughs> Um, it it because I
0: think I know what you're going to (laughs) say.
2: It made me uh, that experience made me even more willing to give to to tell people how I've gotten to certain things. Like it made me even less precious about things because I realized, oh, as soon as people find out how much work it is, they're not going to do it.
0: (laughs) So the amount of coffees I've had where I watched light drain from people's eyes. Yes. Yes. And
2: you just it's like it's also what kills me is. I've had so many people say something. I had somebody recently um, and I can tell you who later, but I had somebody recently who was like, Oh, I am dying to do the UK. And I'm like, you would fucking crush there. You should, you should do the UK. And they're like, I just don't know how. And I'm like, you what do you think agents and managers do? They send emails. Do you have access yeah. to email? Send emails. That That's it. That's the whole. That's the secret, everyone. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. There it is. That's the fucking pot of gold. Send emails. That's it. That's the end of it. Yeah. This all you have to do is
0: contact someone. <laughs> I'm telling you the amount of people who are on paper when you look at like what we get measured by, which is literally just credits almost mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. who are objectively more, quote, successful than I am, according mm-hmm. to TV appearances, jobs they've had. Yeah. Who ha- who are with big agents. The amount of people mm-hmm. who have been like, how do you do it? I, it's like, well, if you're not getting on the road and you have a booking agent, then your agent fucking sucks, first of all. Yeah. But like, that it's like, you, you're on a, you're like a, I've had people who were starring on their own television shows being like, could you help me figure out touring? Which I don't mind, but it's like, I mean, the gist of that is like I if I can do it, like I'm not running some scam. I'm not swindling yeah. club bookers. And I've yeah. started like, you know, I've started headlining weekends now because of the amount of time I spent book, okay, I'll come feature. And like some, mm-hmm. I mean, some I got into right away. But it's like, show up, do my job, do a good job. Then they're like, I want to bring you back. But like, it's not like I'm lying and being like, I was on America's Got Talent. Yeah. <laughs> the, the videos were scrubbed because they were too hot for television, you know, like it's like, yeah, you're like,
2: they did end up throwing the video out because they could hear somebody clearing their throat in the back Uh, (laughs) Uh,
0: among the booze. By the way, I have a friend, by the way, I have to tell you this, which like maybe this is common. I don't know if it's common knowledge and like, sorry, if you're a big America's Got Talent fan and you don't want to see behind the curtain, stop the podcast now. But I have a friend that's a producer. No, keep listening. Keep listening. (laughs) I haven't (laughs) plugged my things yet. People do, yeah. Keep listening. She's, it's Lisa has important things going on. She needs you to listen. Obviously, there's like crowd warm up in any show where there's a crowd, Mm -hmm. but in America's Got Talent, there are people who like come out that are going to be bad. Like they're the not. mm -hmm. There are producers in the audience whose job it is is like they will give prizes to people who boo the loudest. They, oh my gosh. They're like, if you boo the best, we will give you. I mean, it's all like stupid, like, we'll give you a shirt and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's I insane. Can,
2: can I tell you? I have a friend who is a producer on a, a competition show that I I can't say because I promise not to say, and also because I forgot what it is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but this friend um, is a producer on this show and told one of like the, I think it was like the AP or somebody was like, okay, so we have, we have, they had narrowed it down to 50 contestants and what they needed to do, they, they only needed 35, but they needed signatures from, they needed to collect signatures from 50 of them so that if something happened and some of them didn't get cleared, they would, they would definitely, definitely have their 35. Right. Yeah. So this person uh the the ap or whomever was tasked with they were they were asked to send out an email to the 50 the 50 finalists um saying hey please sign this paperwork and it was it was like such and such show release form is what the document was titled they instead instead jessica michelle sent uh a master document that all the producers shared with all the notes on all 50 of them (gasps) Uh, they were color coded according to gender. One of them was labeled a uh, freak with no hand. Like that went out to
0: all 50 people. I got it. You all have 50. to, when we stop <laughs> recording, you have to tell me what this, yeah. this is. <laughs>
2: Horror show and they were also like one of the one of the executive producers had gone in and made notes like uh no talent won't won't pass whatever but they needed them to sign as as a backup in case their favorites came like some of the things my friend was telling me that was on this form i was like I I'm going to jump into a ravine from residual embarrassment. It was like and then they sent out another email like disregard that thing that we sent you please don't look at it and it's like it's I think it's going to come out eventually because I'm like there's no way you send a secret document to 50 people and then say do not open this or share it and nobody says anything?
0: Well, I mean someone <laughs> could out them. What a scandal that would be. Mm-hmm. Fuck. At least I have to hope for the sake of, of of people's. I hope at least like it. I hope and never have I thought this as someone who is unrepped and is like, "What about me?" I hope no one was unrepped. I hope it went to reps who went, "Oh, I'm gonna talk about that."
2: Yes, like, absolutely.
0: Like, cause God, can you imagine mm-hmm. being like, "I got the show," and then be like, "This isn't the show," and then it's like, "No talent."
2: no talent freak show with one hand
0: you they're like gross (laughs) face and like oh hey we didn't Ah, get that form back from you and you're like yeah (laughs) i'm like
2: it's also like how do you it feels deliberate to have mixed up something that's a document that's titled release form and then like master notes Master notes do not share or look at or open. You
0: yeah, know, that's someone who is like trying to blow up the scene. Like, yeah. that's uh, wildly. That's just fucking.
2: That's Have so you ever crazy. heard of such a thing? I, um I like couldn't sleep after I heard that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's also like, why? What Like, why were such details so necessary? Just go didn't care for this person. Now, like, why would you write all that and think? i mean i don't know it's it's like is everyone you're working with Mm -hmm. a piece of shit so you're like they'll get it (laughs) it's like i
2: I mean i say that but then i'm like if i'm like with a bunch of comics uh and we're sharing a document with other people on it i might write that somebody's a freak show
0: (laughs) i guess it's like does anyone know who wrote what on a document is it like was it clear? I think who that there was one notes? column
2: that was specifically from one of the EPs, but I don't know if that was that was to, to my understanding, there was like one column that was specifically that person's notes, but I don't know if it like was labeled so and so's notes or if it was just something everybody internally knew.
0: Damn, that sucks because like in theory <laughs> for so many reasons. I mean, for so many reasons. But even you talking about like oh, if there's a thing about comics, I'd probably write some shit. But it's like in theory, that could be a really helpful tool. If it was like, it would never go this well, but if it was like, you know, people are going to provide anonymous, constructive criticism. You can take, you know, take it or leave it. But then Mm -hmm. it turns into like, you fat slob. (laughs) I hope you die. I'm glad your mother has cancer. And you're like, what? Yeah. I just meant like, should I be a little more energetic or?
2: (laughs) Yeah. You're like, did you have a tag for me or?
0: Uh." Uh, Yeah, I. um. Sorry, hang on. I'm trying to. Well, whatever. So, for those of you listening, I have a Patreon. I've mentioned it up top. I usually have patrons come in and it's usually just a question feature, but we have the chat on and I don't know how to turn it off. So, anyways, hello to Eric in the chat. Usually it's just questions, but thank you. He's just agreeing with the fact that TV producers are dicks. And I just wanted to acknowledge that I see that. And sorry. I'm probably not gonna see all of it. Anyway, back to what we're talking about, which is more important than mm-hmm. what I'm doing to try to combat my inability to use technology. Uh, th- I mean, theaters. Okay, so you mentioned the UK. Mm-hmm. You mentioned mm-hmm. someone who yeah. I need to remember to ask you about after this, but uh, you, you've done a lot of touring over in the UK and, and Europe, right? I right.
2: have, I really like it a lot. Um, it's so fun. It's so, I mean, well, you know, it's fucking, it's so fun to like be able to go to a bunch of different countries um, very easily. And I feel like, I have a a long drawn out theory of why I think this is, but I feel like people over there just respect comedy and live performance as an art form more than here. Like they're so excited to see a work in progress and they're so excited to like, they don't, like if you, I mean, if you're bombing and, uh, not bombing, but like if you, if you have a rough couple of jokes in Scotland, they'll um, interject. But the, the people there are funny. Yeah, so that feels different. Like it's not, it, they're not just saying something because they're drunk and they feel like saying something. They're, they're saying like, something because they have something like clever it. to say. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, At Parker, our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies.
2: Although I did have a really rough experience in Cardiff uh, (laughs) a of years ago. That was just, I was sorry, this is like a separate tangent, but I, I had, there's a big club there called the glee club. And it's like, it's like they're improv. It's like, they're, their big club that yeah you know they're big rooms there's a bunch of them it's a chain like kind of the chain over there yeah and i was showcasing there and it was um a holiday weekend <laughs> uh and there was also what i was told was it was 70 to 80 percent stag parties meaning bachelor parties uh which Oof. is a living hell over there because it's just uh a room full of testosterone and so it was just a bunch of rough dudes that absolutely did not want to hear me talk. And uh, <laughs> fuck, I came out and it felt rough. Like it was one of those things where you you step out on stage and you like it feels hostile, and you're like, oof. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just like trying Ugh. to jump in and like just just hit them with like I'm like this is some stuff they'll love, and I did uh, this bit up top um, this kind of like sexual bit. And then this, there was a couple in the very front row. And it was like a raised stage where like their eyes are like at my feet level or my shin level, you know? Yeah. And there was a, a straight couple right up front. And I said something filthy and the guy is like, yeah. And then the girl slapped him. And then <laughs> they start for, for my entire 20 minute set, they're slap fighting, like close up slap fighting. And I'm looking at <laughs> <laughs> going to stop this nobody stops it then in the middle of another bit like i'm not even saying anything controversial <laughs> but in the middle of another bit i just hear somebody from the back of the room go fuck you and i was like what is happening right now oh <laughs> my I like, god i never want to come to cardiff again i don't want to see these people i don't want to see this city or this train station it was just like so rough i mean i got Paid well and put up and fed, but I was like, this is, I'll do another glee club. Fuck this one.
0: <laughs> Fuck this city. I wonder how many people have a similar experience. Have, did you ever do the, dude, I did the audition at the comedy store in the UK?
2: Mm-mm, no. Oh I refused. no. Everyone I, was like, it's too humiliating. Don't do it. And I was like, okay, I won't.
0: <laughs> I was like, that's too humiliating. And then Omid Singh is like, you'll crush, just do it. Uh, me. for those yeah i literally texted him i was like fuck you so they gong you at this Mm -hmm. show you have three minutes the three random audience members are given red cards if three of them hold up a card you get gonged you're done you're not i don't even know what what do you maybe get to be a performer at the club if you do well i don't understand
2: i think you i think you get in and get like five minute spots or something but everybody that i know Like my friends that are comics in the UK, uh, I will never trust Omid now. Um, I'm kidding. Yeah, Uh,
0: fuck you Omid. I I I said this to his face. (laughs) He's like, I got it, so you'll get it. And I was like, are you? By the way, the only person who Uh didn't get gonged was like an older man doing, I mean, they were street jokes. They were literally street jokes. They was Mm -hmm. fun. He was funny, but I was like, he's doing street jokes. And also I was doing well. Mm -hmm. And then I made a joke about it was also, again, I feel like I don't know that there were bachelor parties, but definitely very heavy testosterone energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I made a joke about men having small dicks. The whole crowd turned on me because all British men have small dicks, apparently. And I got gong so quickly. And there were like women being like, No, give her another chance. And like a woman like screaming at her husband, like, hey, he does have a small dick. And like, the <laughs> women were mad. They're just like <laughs> booing. And I was like, I wanna die. Who <laughs> what I don't and the worst is that right before that, I had talked to someone who worked the club, uh, and he was saying something about Eleanor, my friend Eleanor, who I was there with, uh uh-huh. who's Curious. Uh, she- no. Why am oh, I? I'm,
2: I don't know any other Eleanors. Sorry. There's only oh, the one. Eleanor
0: Conway. She's a, a UK comic. And oh, I blanked yes. in her last name. Uh-huh. Because she, I know of her because I'm so used to talking to her on Facebook with her fucking fake name now. But like brilliant comedian. She's my roommate in Edinburgh and they were saying something to her. And he said something to the equivalent. The sound guy was like, oh, you know, because Eleanor is like a professional comedian, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And I not intending to sound like a dick, but just trying to be like, just so you know, yourself. I'm also I was like, I was like, I'm also I also am a touring professional comedian because it felt very like high lady comic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was a misconception. But for me to have done that about 30 minutes before I went and got booed off stage two minutes ago, <laughs> no, I was like, no, I'm no. also a professional comedian and these people don't get it. Was just, yeah. <laughs> what a terrible system, by the way, that it's like unless maybe their audience is always like the audience you experienced in Cardiff. So maybe mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, it's terrible, but so are our audiences. So we just need comedians who can handle these belligerent alcoholics. But I don't think that's true. I think people go to that gong show. It's like roast battle crowd energy. It's like, it's like a public hanging. They go know? there. Yes,
2: exactly. Cause they want they're bloodthirsty. They I, and want to I, see I, someone yeah. fail. My, a couple of my friends that work at club uh, were like, absolutely don't do that under any circumstances. They're like, it's not wor- the spots aren't worth it. They're like, just wait till you're successful enough that they'll just book you. And I was like, all right. And then my friend tried to recommend me and I emailed them and they're like, you can come to the Monday night show. And I knew that that was the gong show. And I was like, um, no, Mm-mm.
0: that's what happened. I me. will do
2: 10 other spots in other places instead. Thanks. Yeah, so much
0: that happened to me. But instead, I was like, I guess I'll go like I thought I was like, I can handle it. I've done Monday nights at the Comedy Store in America. How worse can an angry crowd be (laughs) than people who don't care? Oh, so much worse.
2: I think that my my thing was like, you know what? I've done enough humiliating things in comedy. I don't need to do one like where I go into it knowing it's going to be humiliating, especially because I'm like, I'm over here for a couple of weeks. There's four million other shows. I'll just do those. Yeah. And it's (laughs)
1: like
0: there's especially there's already places you have these recommendations. You've met enough people like Mm -hmm. you already have enough places to work
2: yeah exactly uh
0: and i want to talk more about going overseas we're going to take a quick break and uh we'll be right back okay we're back i'm with lisa curry we were talking about (laughs) hell gigs in the uk uh you've got an album i love your album by the way oh thank Uh, you so much incredible album did you work so did you record that in the uk
2: yeah i recorded it in london At Top Secret Comedy Club, which was, I I fucking love that club so much. I love Mark and everyone that works there. And it's just, it's so fun. It's so fun.
0: That's amazing. Thank Um, you. How long, let me ask you this, because everyone's creative process is different. Mm -hmm. But how long from you actually recording it? Like, how long were you like, I'm going to put out an album? I'm going to work on an album how long were you working out what you had on that album would you say um I
2: mean that's kind of the culmination of a lot of my first ten years in stand up sort of I mean there's a, a lot the that stuff didn't you
0: liked pick in. of course yeah I was just but is it, it just sort of like picking and choosing what you wanted to put out
2: pretty much I mean it was that and the reason I recorded it when I did I mean I wanted to record an album I think i I think I got I really started looking into it seriously probably a year prior. And the reason that I wanted to record when I did was because I could feel that some of the emotion behind some of my bits was fading away. And I wanted to be able to capture that emotion because I don't, you know, I've seen specials from comics. I really, really respect and they'll tape a special at the end of like, a 300 show run and by the time they tape the special there's not there's the magic is gone because they are yeah, just they're phoning it in you know yeah. and i i really really didn't want that to happen um not saying i'm better than you know the people i look up to but i was like really conscious of that um yeah so yeah and then i just i put it together and um mark offered me a really good deal and Woo. uh yeah. So I decided to, I decided to do it over there.
0: Did you do, um, uh, let me ask you, did you do a bunch mm-hmm. of shows and cut up the tracks you liked or how did it work for you? Um,
2: I did two shows, at, two shows, at top secret. And then, um, and this guy, James Hingley came in and, uh, Mike, ro- he had six mics in the room, which was so great. Oh, wow. Um, and I took the recording mostly from one of them. I can't remember which one, it's mostly from one of them. And then I interjected some of the bits from the other one um, because I was told um, by Ryan Stout, who's the loveliest, nicest person. He was That's like, great. you're going to want it to be mostly, he's like, you don't want to cut back and forth too much. Cause you can hear it. And it we was, it, it, it's interesting. Cause you can, like, I can hear the difference because I'm like, and I don't know if I hope, hopefully other people don't notice it, but I'm like, my friend Helen was at the second show and she has a really distinct laugh and she's also a generous laugher. And so I'm like, I know if I listen to my own album, I know which show it is based on whether or not I hear her laugh.
0: That's so funny. Yeah.
2: So I'm like, hopefully other people don't notice. And they think it's just like peppered in throughout the album. But I'm like, I know she definitely was laughing throughout the whole thing. So I know which where I don't hear her. I'm so like, you
0: know, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't listen and think like this feels different. Or anything. I mean, I listened. I wouldn't say I didn't listen. I right. did listen. <laughs> I didn't listen. I don't know. Fuck you. Uh, I listened, and I couldn't. I couldn't tell. That's why I was curious because I know there's some comedians who record like a full weekend, uh huh, and like pick and choose which tracks they like, which is great if you can make it edit well. But
1: my I think you both can. of my
0: albums, I don't know. I don't know. Both of mm-hmm. my albums, I've been like, I'm gonna record two shows, and then something goes wrong at the first show. Mm-hmm like with the audio or some terrible thing. And then I'm like, Something I, guess else I, just, I guess it's if the show, if the second show is not good, I guess I don't have an album. Here we go. And it's just <laughs> one straight shot. But yeah, I was curious because I liked I I thought yours sounded great. Did you oh, do you feel you. like, you know, um, how do you feel like your stuff translates over there? Like, do you think there's a huge difference or do you think it mostly is like is there a few things you felt like you had to change
2: um i adjusted a few things but i had this bit where i referenced um that i started here where i referenced like your your employer giving you providing you with health care and um that (laughs) obviously doesn't make sense over there because they're like we all have health care we don't have to like depend on a good job for it um (laughs) what's wrong with your fucking stupid country Uh, to which i say what is wrong with our stupid fucking country um yeah but i i also went over there at the beginning of may and then i recorded the beginning of june so i had i mean i on that particular tour i did two separate hours because there's this now i'm just going into a long story but there's this uh festival in wales that i do called Macfest. it's incredible and it
0: looks so fucking cool (laughs) It's the most fun thing in the world. It looks it's amazing.
2: So fun. I was so sad that it was uh, canceled last year. Please everyone get vaccinated for the love of Christ. Cause I want to go back. Um, I want to
0: go everywhere. I want to get the fuck out of the U S. Me too. Um, oh, but they're,
2: so they were like, look, we'd love to have you back for a second year. Um, our policy is you can't repeat any of the same material. Like you, you're invited back but it has to be a new hour. And I was like, done. <laughs>
0: and so, like, yeah, no but, <laughs> yeah, no problem. Ah! Uh, yeah. No problem.
1: So I guess did, I got to write a whole hour.
2: Yeah. So the, the thing is they let you do f- because that festival is like one of the kind of lead up festivals to Edinburgh. So a lot of people there are doing an unpolished version of their show. They're doing like a work in progress. Work so progress. the first year that I went, I did like a version of what became my album Um, and then the second year I wrote an entirely new hour, but it was a work in progress. So I had like, you know, a set list on stage and was, and, uh, it was a little bit more storytelling and I did really well, but anyway, all of that to say, so I did that hour and then I switched gears and went back to my old hour so that I could like gear up for my, um, recording. And I just was like making little tweaks along the way. Um with my wording to make sure that I was, uh, clear, and you
0: clear. know,
2: to make sure that people were really getting it.
0: Yeah. To make sure you didn't just like sometimes that, cause that's what I found too. People will ask me the same thing. That's why I feel like asking it. I'm like, well, I find so much material. Like if it's done well is it, if you do it well, it can be universally funny. It's just yeah. small references like that. where like, mm-hmm. I don't even remember what they're called, but I had to figure out some different name for like Capri Suns years ago. In- oh,
2: interesting. It's yeah, like, it was in, like we're um, just saying like
0: juice boxes or whatever, yeah. like little tiny things. Or, yeah, especially when you get political and you get the good news yeah. is if you're American, we're everybody slops, knows our politics, everyone else knows our politics, but they
2: all know it. Yeah, I had to change recently. I was in Dubai a couple of months ago and I was like, doing this bit about my dog and I reference her weight in the bit and uh, oh. I'm a little slow to the take sometimes so it was it was like three shows in that I was like why isn't this hitting and then somebody was like we don't know pounds and I was like oh fuck what of course you don't know what why wasn't I why didn't I that occur to me to switch to kilos you know it's um so
0: funny it's yeah. I just relate to that so deeply or I'll be like about to do a joke. There have been mm-hmm. times because I have a joke where it's very specific height. Uh-huh. I remember I remember setting up to do it in like somewhere in Europe where they don't measure the same. Mm-hmm. And as I'm about to deliver, like, just say their height, I was like, uh,
2: yeah, you're like four ladders. I don't I'm know. About to say How do you guys- I don't know.
0: Do you- how many meters? And then I was like, he's like three meters. And then I, was like, then I realized later, I was like, that's insane. No, he wasn't like and, and they laughed because I think they were like this fucking dumb bitch. Three meters. What are you it fucking Andre the Giant? I wish God kill me. Uh, yeah, it's just so interesting to me. But then.
2: Wait, how many are you thinking of yards? I don't know how far a meter is. I think a meter, is a meter? that's the thing
0: is like, I think a meter is like about a yard, isn't it? Oh, is it? I Wait, okay, listen. Listen. Everyone, anyone listening, I don't right actually now. want to know. <laughs> I meter, just want to complain about it. <laughs> Two-yard conversion. Here we go. Okay, we're about to learn. Yeah, they're very close. One meter is 1.09 yards. And oh, a yard is listen. three feet, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. so I didn't Great. think that he was nine feet tall. I just said the wrong thing. Or maybe I said two and a half meters, thinking he was like, because it was about someone who's six foot four, but it's like two and a half meters and becomes like seven feet, mm-hmm. seven and a half feet. OK, and you're like it doesn't it doesn't matter. It was just like, oh, yeah, the little things you don't realize you need to prep for sometimes until you're in the moment. But then. Observational or even like storytelling, you don't it's like you don't need to be from Florida to find, yeah. you know, stories about my drunk uncle funny because they're just totally insane. It is, it's
2: interesting because uh, I have, and I'm sure you do as well, because we've both performed overseas quite a bit. And uh, so naturally I have friends that are like, oh, I want to perform overseas. How do you do that? And then um, they'll send me a tape and say, should I send this? And I watch it and I'm like, all of these jokes are about Los Angeles. That's the wildest
0: thing. What
2: are you doing? Set, are you out of your fucking mind? Nobody understands what Wilshire Boulevard is.
0: It's wild the amount of people who, by the way, like we regularly do a lot of shows in LA, and then mm-hmm. are like hot LA comics. Like, there are people like, oh, this person's getting up everywhere. It's like, yeah, but they would bomb anywhere else
1: because We'd it's eat, so eat specific. It, mm-hmm.
0: And which is like good for you for like knowing your local area, but like, what is what's your goal here? And that's why, like. <laughs> yeah, I know. I sometimes get because there's rooms in LA where like I've it's like are we even here for comedy or are we just here to like clap for someone that we agree with
2: i i I describe la comedy versus and sorry look look i i i have a lot of fun in la please book me on all the shows i want to do all of them i love your club or room it's the best one in the country uh if you're booking (laughs) me um (laughs) but i do describe the audience difference as like people like let's say new york versus la people in new york that go out to a show go out because they like want to be entertained. And they're like, let's go for a night out. Let's see what's going on. People in LA only go anywhere to be seen. No one's going anywhere for the experience of anything they're going so that they can say they did a thing. And uh, that does not make a good audience member. No,
0: (laughs) it's fucking terrible. Like it's a terrible place to develop. And then it's like, and that's why it's like, I don't know. There's this, I don't know if it's real, the conversation about like alt comics or club comics because i wouldn't mm-hmm. die on a hill going i'm a club comedian but it's like oh do you mean i can perform in front of people who are have different opinions than me and still make them laugh
2: i feel like that's the dumbest rivalry i i've i've ever heard of I, it drives me insane uh, because i'm like I i've done think- both scenes and they're they're both fun for different reasons but people that are like just vehemently like i must be in this corner it's like why who cares i'm going where the money is okay
0: yeah you're like i can i can make people at your weird your east side bar show laugh just as much as i can Mm -hmm. at one of the clubs but it's also just like you don't really like i bring it up because it's an la conversation that goes around but you don't really hear anyone defending it that's doing well in both rooms like people (laughs) people who are like like vehemently anti-club, it's like, you mean that the, the clubs don't book you. Is that what you mean? And vice versa. That it's like, yeah. oh, the alt scene sucks or you just can't get yeah. a spot at best
1: Fish talk.
2: And and, and by the way, party. there's people that suck shit in both scenes. In both uh, scenes. It, and you're it, like, it, how are you still here? Sorry. Um turns out there's sexual predators in both scenes. So it's not really just that's the other thing the too other. when people
0: like rail on like the comedy store, which don't get me wrong, yeah, a lot of choices I'm I don't love that they've made in the past people that Mm -hmm. I'm like, sure, we should we were maybe we should have done something about that quicker. Maybe we should do more than we're doing. But yeah, just exactly that. It's like, oh, sorry, we're just all going to act like nobody's getting yeah. drugged. And- I'm sorry.
2: Has nobody uh, followed you to your car in an excessively creepy manner? Has, there's there's literally somebody in the alt scene who's known for like climbing into people's w- women's windows and like jerking what? off in the corner of their room. Yeah, we'll drop that name later, too.
0: <laughs> um, but everyone's so going like- to be like, don't work at this club because they used to book Crystalia. And you're like, what do you what?
1: Also yeah. the Are idea that me?
0: like Yeah, no, exactly. Like the this fucking Like the book bullshit. me so I can go
2: and punch him in the head.
0: Yeah. Please. Th- this like <laughs> take a stand by refusing to work is the most like privileged. Do you have a trust fund? And also mm-hmm. like, oh, the only answer to a club that isn't booking a lot of women is for the women they offer spots to to refuse yeah. to work. I love it. There. Yeah. It's like <laughs> mind blowing.
2: You're like, oh. I think I think the answer and I mean, you've known me long enough that, you know, that I do think violence is the answer a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like I am pissed. I'm really pissed that the improv booked Louie last night because um, he sent out so an hard. email about
0: it. Yes. Like, which, yes. like, OK, am I saying clubs should secretly book predators? No, but it's just sort of like a we don't give a fuck. It's like, look, we
2: all we all know that he has been and will continue to produce shows in the background. Can't he just fade the fuck away? And I like my solution isn't like I'm not gonna work the improv. I did tweet at them because I was just fucking furious. Um, but I'm like, my solution is I a friend of mine owns a club, and I've I've t- told him multiple times. I'm like, listen, you need more butts and seats. I need to go viral book Louie, book me, set up a camera. I'll punch him in the head. Done.
0: <laughs> <I was laughs> I'll be the like, next Joe Rogan. That is like, my plan. I was like,
2: my fucking career will skyrocket and you will sell out. Okay.
0: That's <laughs> literally a, a perfect perfect. recipe
2: for success. hundred <laughs> yes. percent. TikTok my fucking ass. I'm going to
0: punch him in the head. <laughs> I mean, I honestly, I, like someone should do that. Why aren't they? So, so well, I'm campaigning for this. No one will let me. <laughs> And they're like, I don't know. They just like haven't booked me for some reason. Also, I'm banned, uh, I guess. I tried to watch the show and they didn't let me in. Well, that's what I was saying because I tweeted. I didn't even tweet anything about it. I tweeted a screenshot of the mailing list email I got about his tickets being on sale and just wrote LOL. Like, that's all I wrote because mm-hmm. I was like, OK, because it's like, OK, we all, you know, I didn't sign up for your fucking email list. Yeah. You know, I haven't left it. Because I feel weird unsubscribing because you're a club. Hey, I know. if I
2: send you avails, by the way, and you don't respond to my avails, don't put me on your email list, you piece of shit.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. The amount of fucking I, am I, I had multiple bookers in the multiple bookers in the pandemic send me uh, emails about their new real estate company. And I was like, you are out of your fucking mind. No. You didn't book me on a show. You think I'm going to buy a house from you? you're gonna put house money in your pocket when you wouldn't give me a ten-minute set? Fuck off! But like, yeah, that was just like, not only are you not booking me, which like you misplaced my email until somebody called you out about women, and then you're sending me like, by the way, remember this guy? Misplaced
2: an email. Where does it go? Did you put it in a cabinet? What are you saying? You mis- I- there is no way to misplace an email unless what- you printed
0: it out, Grandma. What are you doing? <laughs> what I honestly thought was like. I shouldn't say fucked up in this aside, but fucked up in this aside. <laughs> the funniest thing about that email was that it said. It had like Louis C.K. now on sale. And then the like subheader was like three time Emmy and Peabody Award. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> like that's like- the most memorable thing about him. Like <laughs> I feel like I've heard of this guy for some reason or that someone's reading that and going like, well, I don't know who that like how they it's like people put our credits to try to be like, no, but they, you probably it haven't heard say, of them." they've been on this.
2: It should say that. And then at the end it should say and predator.
0: Yeah. Come on and get cummed on by Lewis. <laughs> like
2: also and if anybody like this. also anyone listening that's like, I don't know. I don't think what he did was that bad let me tell you something. The stories that were public are, that is a tenth of what he actually did. There are, there's a flood of stories that comics have heard and continue to hear that didn't make it to the little blogs and the news and whatever. So, uh, just, just know that that's just, uh, a little hors d'oeuvre for what Louis did.
0: I, yeah. And it's like, I'm going to say something that no one's going to be happy with. (laughs) I'll be happy with it. (laughs) I mean, there's the. The other side of all this. Is like, yes, stop booking people like that. But then I also Mm -hmm. have these moments of like also stop expecting people who chose to be. Chain smoking clowns in Mm -hmm. places where heterosexual couples are getting into slap fights to be your beacon of fucking integrity that it's like, yeah, out them. But enough with the articles acting shocked. I I, (laughs) just go like, oh, yeah, another fucked up thing with another day. I Mm -hmm. like. I just I, 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 by the way, someone would. Could easily misconstrue this into me defending anything. I'm not defending anything, but it's like we don't need any more think pieces. Like, sh- why are yeah, we, we not really at go. the point where we go? Hey, yeah, I think think we've established this is wrong. Why are we not there yet? That's fucking wild.
2: Yeah, I think honestly, I'm tired of hearing think pieces. I'm tired of going back and forth of like, well, what should these men be cast out in society, society? Like, can you separate the art from the artist? I don't care about any of that. I want to see these people get punched in the head. That's what I want. (laughs) I would like
0: retribution. I think, yeah, I think that Louis CK should have to stand on a, a stage and then we should slime him with cum like they used to yes. do. All-
2: Here's the thing, too. Sorry. Like, I don't mean to just like t- uh, talk about Louis the whole time because he can fucking fuck off.
0: No, I shouldn't be making such stupid jokes about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, like, go I,
2: hate, I hate whataboutism, but also also Jessica Michelle, if all of the, the people he had, you know, pulled his dick out in front of unexpectedly and jerked off on and all and all the whatever, if they were all men if they were male comedians, I think we'd be hearing about what the whole scene would be like, what a predator. Like if he did this to like, you know, um, young male comics, mm -hmm he would be in the same camp as like Brian singer and Kevin Spacey and all these comics would be making jokes about what a sicko he is. Uh, but it's like, women aren't people. Don't they want to see a dick? We don't want to see your freckly dick. You fucking ugly motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Dude. You I know that's believe- a bad dick. You know, it is. I. Yeah. Like a friend what? of a friend of mine was was on the receiving end of some of these and um it, and that's not even a one of the public stories
0: <laughs> like, is- well wait, what if okay what but what if someone came out and they were like i I was accosted, i was assaulted i I'm traumatized, but I will say he had a pretty good dick <laughs> Thick cock on that guy. Wasn't expecting it. I thought for sure shriveled.
2: <laughs> really smooth. Gotta like, say, you know, normally smooth. Probably
0: someone who would like to see it. I don't understand why he didn't <laughs> yes. just, you know, bother someone. I'm sorry. I'm so fucked up. Why Why is this happening? I don't know. Um, we just. I just. Jamarcus guest on to myself. <laughs> what do uh, you? What do you think about this? Came of him. Uh, <laughs> probably got a, an Emmy. Uh, a South Carolina quit. area. And he was <laughs> he was a very delightful man. Uh, he was. He probably got fired and blamed for our actions, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And if you're out there, Jamarcus, I'm so sorry. Uh, slash, why would you bring up Bill Cosby? Um, fuck. Yeah, it's just wild when you're going like, can I have it? Just not even wild. And, I, and it just sucks when you're busting your ass and like you feel like you're doing well. And you're mm-hmm. like, I would love to just have the opportunity to showcase in front of the audience that you bring in. And then it's like, mm-hmm. hey, here's tickets to this guy who doesn't need any more money, who also was really bad to female comedians. Who's specifically.
2: here's here's a fucked up thing uh, that I will say. <laughs> Listen, I I've, I do not invite a weird non-consensual sexual stuff. Um that being said, I've been in a lot of strange situations, uh, a lot a lot of things that fall into a gray area and perhaps into uh beyond a gray area and a in a just a not good place. Um and I think what really fucking pissed me off about the Louis stuff was that like not wasn't even the jerking off part. It was that he took the extra step to send his team after these women and end their careers and it's like if you jerk off in front of me whatever i think you're a fucking gross maniac if you end everything i've busted my ass for i'm gonna burn your house down and choke your children like i'm gonna <laughs> fucking regret well, it's like, it okay
0: it's like, and also by the way, in an industry where you could have easily done nothing and those mm-hmm. people could have still not succeeded because it's so fucking hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like putting I don't know. It's like, why are you putting your cigarettes out on a baby? <sighs> like.
2: That's a really bizarre analogy and I feel I like you I should do that. some progression really
0: for that. I really thought when I said putting the cigarettes out something else was going to come and it was going to be really
2: That's the thing. It That's the thing with just ad libbing. You never know what's going to come out of your mouth. This is why
0: I should have I should have done more improv improv classes. More in the pandemic I should have done more improv via Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Improvised yeah. interviews. Oh, Lord. I just You know what is like This is stupid, but like, there's a part of it wishes that, like, okay, could you at least go? Yeah, we know, but our tickets aren't selling, and we're really desperate. Like, could you just go? We really need money.
2: Here's the thing. Oh, here's another thing that I I was saying this to another comic, and I don't know how you feel about that. Maybe this makes me a monster. Okay, (laughs) but Uh, uh, I'm like, I could almost understand. Like, after the last year and a half, clubs were shut down. Some are a lot have closed. Um, a lot are hanging on by a fucking thread right yeah. now. I could overlook a small business like a like a mom and pop kind of club, like a club that just has one owner. It's that that's their whole life, their whole income. Owned
0: by one of the most major production companies, mm-hmm, a
2: chain, the, a, a multi million dollar company booking him is inexcusable. It's just fucking inexcusable. Well, that, um, and that's
0: what like pissed me off. That I was uh-huh. like, "You're in L.A. This isn't, you know, Chuckle Hut. Why does everyone always say Chuckle Hut? Anyone, but, you know, oh, who's you know. going
2: up constantly, who's looking for time? Kevin Hart. Can you put Kevin Hart up? Yeah. Why are only cheating Kevin on his wife. He's not like jerking off on randos.
0: Yeah. And she probably consented to that. I
2: don't. Okay. That's going to get taken. He out cheated contest. to get her. So that's you keep them how you get them.
0: Circle of life. Yeah. Cheaters yeah. always cheat. Mm-hmm. You got to decide is the gifts you're getting from the cheater worth?
2: Sometimes uh, they are. That's the problem.
0: I'm kidding. No, yeah. It's guys. like, no, I mean uh, uh, to each their own in that regard mm-hmm. to what is feels good for you, I guess. Ugh. But yeah, it's it's just like you're in a sea of talent.
2: Mm-hmm. You There's so have. much. There's so many. You could have had a bringer show and brought in just as much money. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking assholes. I'm uh I'm so mad. Um
0: No, I mean, you know. I was mad too. I was just like, really? Like this is
2: Yeah. Do you know he's um, for his new tour? Sorry, now I'm on a Louis cake. We can get off of it after this. No, Apparently- it's fine. This is
0: good because it's a good conversation. To have Because I also for a long time have been or was someone who's like, well, I. it took me a long time to realize that like my level of trauma is not the bar for people. Yeah. I was like, this is a mm-hmm. fucked up thing to say. But, th- but when everything came out, I was like, oh, well, that's it. That's all yeah. that happened. And I had to go like, Oh, I messed up. I'm yeah. so fucked up that I'm like I, other. Ah, uh, suck it up, and I'm like, oh, oh God, I'm, I'm so broken. Yeah. That I'm it's like. Also, I it's not so like worse. he
2: did something and was like, oh, I didn't. I couldn't read the room. Your whole fucking. Here's, oh, sorry, I have a couple conflicting or not conflicting thoughts, but one, apparently, he's been doing shows where he doesn't address. What happened at all but that's just but weird to me behind him uh is the word sorry painted out across light bulbs <laughs> what? <laughs> what what yeah that's what he did at madison square garden um and then and he didn't he,
0: acknowledge it at all
2: at all and he performed to a crowd of 100 men uh, so seems cool um also here's the thing his non-apology that he released is garbage and i i will accept uh, a uh, a clunky not well written apology from anyone yeah. except writers i'm sorry oh. you're a fucking writer you are an, literally an emmy award winning Three writer you're a peabody a <laughs> winning <laughs> writer You know how to use words. So, so not actually apologize. Like he knows that he didn't actually apologize in that fake fucking apology letter. And so I don't, I don't buy it. I think it's bullshit. And that was another level of like, this is infuriating.
0: Let me ask you this hot seat question. Mm -hmm. Is there anything he could have done or could do moving forward? to redeem um, himself i think
2: had he actually apologized um i think it's a three three pronged thing for me uh an actual apology which by the way also i don't think the apology is for me to accept or reject i I think it's you're not the
0: victim yeah exactly exactly
2: so I, I think it would be an actual apology. I think it would also be um, an effort to repair damage done at meaning like he deliberately went after these women's careers. His team deliberately went after these women's careers. Uh, so like that needs jobs. to be undone. Mm-hmm. Uh, get them jobs, give them opportunities, set them up, fucking f- give them money, all kinds of, there's a, there's so many options, right? Yeah. Um, I think there's that. And I think had he taken actual real ass time away, um, not like a few months, I mean, like a few years to reflect on it and write some material. And then what he needed to do is come back with a fucking hour that is introspective, that is self-deprecating, that it, that addresses things uh that, that's what's th- so the problem is me. there's no remorse this is why he hasn't written that because there you have to be on the other side of it he still is like i'm want to fucking jerk off on women and pull my dick out with like that's why yeah, like you know
0: what? what's so wild is like the thing that we all like lo- like grew to love louis for was mm-hmm. like talking about his own bullshit and like mm-hmm. revealing his like demons and then like Obviously his lack of material about it is not the worst part of the situation, yeah. but I thought like, I thought he would come. Like, that's what I expect is some like true thing mm-hmm. and like honest, like, Hey, here's literally a- anything fucked up thing about me. And it's
2: because it's also like, if he wrote, there's a lot of fucking horrible jokes that I like sorry not sorry um but yeah. if he wrote a really hilarious bit about like i have this problem and i need to be stopped or whatever um i would pro- i would laugh at it it was funny i don't know Wasn't like I would, be, I would be interested to see what he would do with that it's like how do you have this big public thing and then you don't fucking say anything about it fuck you that's insulting on a comedy level
0: do you think I heard I don't I haven't seen him. So I must have heard this secondhand from someone that he has a bit that goes. I don't know what the whole bit is, but the premise is like, yeah, everyone's got like a a thing. And now everyone knows my like weird thing. No, Mm -mm. which no, no. no, I'm not saying that's the redeeming bit. But do you think right. There's do you think there's a chance that like he is working stuff out and he is just polishing it and he's going to come out and try to do a full I don't think so, I don't think
2: so, because this is also the guy that was prided himself on having a new hour every year, so I mean, what has it been three years now? he's not polishing anything but the head of that dick, so <laughs> sorry <laughs> i don't I don't accept Alone. It. yeah i also I also don't accept him um, equating that to a uh, consensual fetish
0: because of the power dynamic because
2: of the power dynamic and because.
0: Cause didn't he go, look, I'm not defending him. I'm asking genuinely mm-hmm. cause it's been mm-hmm. so long. I don't fucking remember. And I want to get like, I want to talk about this actually, because I think it's important because yeah. I think this conversation comes up and it's good to hear about. Didn't he go, Hey, can I jerk off in front of you?
2: Uh, how I understand the story, because when I first heard that about, and this is specifically about the two girls at the festival, when I first heard that, uh, he said that and they did not answer. And then he blocked the door. So he, they could not leave. Um, which that is, that adds a different layer to it.
0: Oh, a hundred percent.
2: Um, I, and I think that if it was just, if it was only that incident that happened, I don't know that I would be this upset because I'd be when like, it's like, it was an ongoing I've been in some fucking r- real comparable situations. And I'm like, things just are weird sometimes. Um, and I'm not downplaying th- those girls experience at all. Those women's I was like, experience.
0: A weird thing. Well, no, but you look at like the story that came mm-hmm. out about Aziz and you're like, well, this is just a guy who's bad at sex. Why is this a story?
2: That's what I thought. And then a lot of people have since told me, uh, Hey, don't stick up for him because there's a lot more that's going to come out. And I was like, okay, (laughs) you got it. Uh, they were like, you don't even know. Um, I I think Uh... the, the problem is one, that that's not even close to the only thing. One of the things that really bothered me is he was just like on a business call with a woman, they were discussing something about the show and he just started jerking off on the phone and she was like, um, are you jerking off? And then there was another one, like he followed somebody into the bathroom or like there was something else that he, he pulled his dick out and started jerking off in, in the car with somebody on a road trip where it's like, I what are you going to be do? laughing?
0: I'm not laughing at those people's experience. Like that's so right, insane, but it's just, just such, such a ridiculous behavior, but
2: also in the case of those girls at the, the women at the festival, that he was like, "Can I jerk off in front of you?" They just kind of started talking to friends about it. Like, they weren't going to the police. They weren't. They weren't writing a think piece. This is like over a decade ago. They like, they like, were
0: just like, "Here's a weird." Like, to yeah. them, it was just like, "Here's a funny thing that happened."
2: Yeah, and his reps caught wind of it and went after. Like, contacted the girls and were, were like, "You shut your fucking mouth. We're going to ruin your career." Instead You're of never- going, it, like, "Hey, mm.
0: Louie, hey, our client, don't do that." Hey, maybe apologize. Yeah, exactly. Maybe address it now.
2: Or or here's an idea. You're one of the most powerful management companies in the country. These are two comedians who were up and coming, who were featured on a festival with your famous client. So obviously they're good enough to work in the business. How about you contact them and say, hey, look, my client fucked up. It was really bad. Is there, can can we do some kind of trade-off can i help you what can i help you get please please stop talking about this because it's embarrassing and he's embarrassed and we're deeply embarrassed and we want it, we would like for it to go away um can i put you in a movie which is something they could absolutely do <laughs> can i get you a late night that spot
0: can I, yeah. like is there, is there any good solution because then doesn't that become an opportunity for them to go i'm sorry are you trying to like Harvey. Yeah. I mean, but like, I think that's a,
2: that's a better scenario than shut your mouth and we're ending your career. You know? I mean, I, I just think what's the point I'm trying to make more than first of all. Can I be bought off? Absolutely. Please contact me.
0: Um, Yes. I have several stories. (laughs) Immediately. I'm waiting, waiting to be bought off. I'm willing to pull this episode. If both of us get some substantial opportunities. If somebody, listen,
2: I don't have the nerve to blackmail somebody, um, but if you want to think that I might um, and then offer me opportunities, I'd really appreciate it. Um,
0: uh, (laughs) But
2: I think the thing that is crazy to me is how, at every opportunity to handle things better, they just handled it in the worst possible way, every single time. And it's there's a whole different tangent that I want to go on with you off offline uh, about somebody else who's handling things poorly.
0: Well, we're going to go off of that as soon as we wrap up this fucking episode. Uh, and I will be uh, sorry to the one patron who came for the.
2: Sorry to talk online. about Louie and his. I will be his kicking translucent you. I know. Freckly dick so much. He sucks well, shit. Well, I know.
0: But- and well, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who listen to this. I I absolutely have a bunch of listeners who are going to go. But but what about but the artist? And it's like, yeah, OK, fine. But like,
2: here's the thing. Um, Listen to his album's. If you want, don't buy tickets to his live shows. Fuck him. I, I, and same thing with Cosby. I know people like love Cosby. I never got into him. So it's easy for me to not care. I don't have any, like, if you listen to a Cosby record, go go for it. If that's your, fuck it. If you love those jokes, who gives a shit? Their record's already pressed. Um, don't you dare buy tickets to his show, you fucking dum-dums.
0: Yeah, it's also, I think there's some amount of acceptance that needs to happen where it's like, Yeah. You could really like someone's work and they are a piece of shit. Like Mm -hmm. the people who are so quick to defend Mm -hmm. that it's like, yeah, you can still go. I love that special, but boy, I didn't realize this guy was such a bad person. Like those, those things can exist together. You don't have to hate or like your childhood. I mean, this is so stupid because I mean the, Counterwave of looking is like, oh, your childhood ruined. And it's like, in reality, there is a lot of art that helps people through things. Mm-hmm. So you can separate that if if listening to Michael Jackson in your youth got you through poverty and <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know,
2: I don't listen. What, I don't know. I enjoy like, Michael Jackson. I, he's not you'll have to go. My money, entire life was a
0: wash. Yeah, everything I ever did. I will say this. I went to a Louis show very early into living in L.A. Me too. And I don't know who his opener was, but uh, he was doing crowd work and he looked at our table and he's like, Oh, what do you guys do? And I was with a friend and she goes, Oh, she's a comedian. And he looked at me and he's like, no, she's not. And whoever you are, I hope you are fucking dead. I hope you choke to death on your, and was I not really, I was basically an open micer. but fuck you, you dick. I don't even remember your name. I'm more upset about that man than I am about every predator. I'm kidding.
2: Here, here's what's scary is I'm realizing that you are just a slight more sane than I am, because if that had happened to me, I would be going back into the archives of the website of the place. Oh, that I have, in. by <laughs> the way, it was the
0: improv. I tried to find <laughs> it. I tried <laughs> to find the ticket. I just wanted to know. I was like, is this like, is it someone I now think of as a friend? And I had no idea who they were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, I bet it was the I'd same
2: go- show that I went to, uh, like
0: 2013 2012
2: 2013 yep yep yep, yep. Mm-hmm. It, it was oh, like a yeah. big deal that he came and it was like yeah 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 uh, that's really funny um, i do i do want to just I, I, the irony of me being like, I'm tired of people asking me about predators. And then, and then that's then we all I went talk all about. about. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who's great just to fucking bring it back to the beginning. Jim Jeffries is really great to work with. Uh, what a delight. <laughs> what a, what a good dude. Uh,
0: you know what? I'm not a predator. <laughs> it's also like, I'm glad that you said that because obviously the, the conversations around people who are dangerous are so important to bring up. Mm-hmm. But there is that there is a very and Twitter is not real life. And there's a, well, it's really actually only a small fraction of people in the country are on it. But there really does sometimes feel like this, like overarching every mm-hmm. straight white male, especially in the industry, is the worst person ever. Mm-hmm. And, and the amount of people I, I just like see say that. And, and I want be like, oh, never. None of the opportunities that have come your way have involved a white man at all. You don't have a white male manager. You don't have the producer of that show you're on. They're a, yeah. a black woman, are they? Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, there should be a change, but it's like, oh, every person's awful. And yeah, am I saying is this as someone who mostly exclusively opens for people who have been at least pseudo canceled? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> every, every most of the clubs I've gotten into that weren't just from my own, I'm going to keep emailing have been because I featured for someone who who in some capacity has at least been yelled at on the internet look i will say on the other side of things and they weren't creepy on the other
2: side of things i um i do feel very fortunate because it's already like getting to open for somebody in bigger venues that opens you up to bigger venues where it's like bigger clubs or theaters or whatever
0: Bigger um, audiences in general
2: yeah it's like winning the comedy lottery because yes because it's hard to You know, I've heard people tell you like, oh, you just your your friend, your friends will take you out when they're headlining. And I'm like, I have a lot of friends that headline and some of them are women that don't like to take women out.
0: Um, I'm not one of those women. Some of them, uh, you know, I don't make it. It's like I can't wait to make enough money to have people feature for me the way. Mm -hmm. I have featured for Yeah. Few, well NFL that's the thing. Like some people it aren't, it covers your to expenses. take
2: features out. It, it, so it's like there's too many like chips you're placing around on these bets and it, it's like striking gold to to I'm I'm very lucky to have these gates with Jim is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Without like the, overblowing about the
0: people it. I work for at like
2: Yeah. Is like, but yeah, then no, it's like it's, also like you're beating so many odds already to be opening for somebody on the road like that consistently. So then to have to depend on them to be a good person is like, thank much. fucking God I'm working with Jim because I'm <laughs> like, you know, I see stuff like I have a lot of compassion for all the people that worked on Louis's TV show because that sucks, you know? Louis gets canceled as he should. I mean, he's not canceled. Let's be fucking realistic. He's not canceled. He's making Canceling millions of dollars. Real. And he's it's not a real thing. Um,
0: not for comedians anyway,
2: but like his show gets canceled. That means hundreds of people are out of a job. Yeah. Hundreds.
0: But they pulled Cosby show. on that's And it's like, and people were making
2: those writers i don't know what actors residuals are writers residuals are real good so yeah producers
0: could, residuals are great uh, yeah. i think acting residuals on a syndicated show like that are not too shabby
2: yeah and it's um, also like i don't know anyone watching reruns of the cosby show are like i i don't i don't really think that was affecting anything but also yes he was a fucking massive predator <sighs>
0: Yeah. And then you go like, that's yeah. also a weird thing, too. Is that like, oh, now I don't have my source of joy. Like if someone if someone was a diehard Cosby show, mm-hmm. fan, then that gets pulled. And you're like, oh, so now I'm being punished because of his crimes.
2: If if here here's the thing, Which too, like, I I feel it's lucky weird. that like I never really got into Cosby. I mean, I watched the Cosby show, but I didn't like he wasn't i didn't look up to him yeah um i did think Louie was funny but i wasn't like crazy about Louie. you well, know? i think
0: that's the problem is the hero worship bullshit yeah
2: where i'm like uh, if it came out that larry david was a predator i would probably have to hop on amazon and buy up every episode of <laughs> curb your enthusiasm before oh, it went fun. away
0: <laughs> yeah well, uh, that would be my first move It's easy to (laughs) to be honest, No, I mean, like it's that's so funny because it's so easy to go like fucking suck it up to people if it's not your hero. But then when you go like, I mean, God forbid, the day we find out Garth Brooks really is hiding a bunch of bodies, I'm going to be. I
2: mean, what And murder is a different category, though. Is that really a problem? There's too many bodies.
0: No, he just (laughs) killed them. He's helping. He's an environmentalist, actually. Yeah, Uh, it's I think the, the root of so much of all of that, those conversations, which I also, by the way, though, we have talked about it so long on this podcast, I'm fucking sick of it because the reality is, is like, I don't know, there's a gray area and everything's terrible and never nothing's ever going to mm-hmm. be perfect. So let's all do our best. Hold people accountable. But like also, the, I mean, the people who shout about it the loudest, I'm always like, what have you done?
1: Mm-hmm. What are you that you're also- on the top of a
0: hill going, Dad, look at this guy. We got to we got to get him. Also, I can I uh,
2: I don't understand the fucking deranged mentality behind people that are like, "I have to defend Louis. He's a grown man. He's you fine. don't. If you don't have to defend him, there, there. You know, like if somebody says something about." I don't know if somebody says something about someone I care about, uh, I, like that I'm really close with, I would, I would say something. Um, yeah, you're
0: like, is your personal friend, especially if they're like a vulnerable.
2: I, yeah, I worship Chris rock. And if people were like, fuck Chris rock, this and this, I wouldn't be like, you're wrong. I'd be like, okay, it, oh, whatever. Yeah. They I think like, like, all right, well, it's
0: not, it's not my work. business.
2: Like learn, everybody just needs to learn what is and isn't their business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So I don't even think it's my business what people think of me. For Christ's sake, I'm like I don't care. Keep it to yourself.
0: No, it really <laughs> is just like oh, and that's like in a nutshell. <laughs> the biggest problem is that it's like yeah, actually we don't need anyone's opinion ever. Turns out, I've turned yeah, it's like give me news in the form of actual factual information. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone's opinion.
2: Yeah, we don't don't... even have news anymore. We have, everyone has their own little Zapruder film that they think is the news uh, and it's fucking psychotic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know what's real anymore. So I just disengage and I go, it's all a lie. (laughs) Even the stuff that I believe in.
2: It's all a lie. Eat mushrooms, fucking live on another plane.
0: (laughs) I mean, that is my favorite thing to do. And I need to actually do mushrooms very soon. It's been too long. Um, Have you done shrooms?
2: Mm -hmm. shrooms? Last time I did them was at Disneyland last year. That is the best day of my
0: life. No, I don't want to be around anyone on mushrooms. I, That's wild. Jessica, journey. Michelle, I
2: thought I was eight years old again. I literally thought I had actually went back into my eight-year-old self. Like, I thought I was smaller. I was crying because I, I was like, I just kept saying, like, they have all my favorite colors here. Like, I was just in full wonderment for, like, eight hours. I just do you feel co- like, could not believe my life.
0: Do you feel like that was, like... In some form, like needed inner child work. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like that would happen absolutely. to me, and then I'd immediately go like,
2: ah! absolutely needed that. Uh, uh, I also, to be fair, I was with my ex, who I felt really safe with. He, it was me, him, and one of his friends were on mushrooms, and then the rest of the group was not, and I, I just felt really safe with all of them. So that makes a very yeah. big difference
0: than mm-hmm. you just being on mushrooms, especially if no one else is. And mm-hmm. you're like. Am I crazy? <laughs> um, but I'm like, I come from a like Disney white trash family where like I have such heavy emotional ties to Disney, and we're like, that's just I don't know. I can't go to I can't go there anymore. I love Disney, but <laughs> I get fucked up about it. I went to Disney right after my dad died. I went to Epcot as like, oh. a, what a bummer to bring this down now. Death. I know. I'm but, like I had the
2: best experience of my life there, and you're like. I did not
0: (laughs) No, it was actually it was like a beautiful experience, but it was like that felt like where I needed to go. Then I'm like, like that. I went to Disney to be like, goodbye, Dad, who I haven't seen in 20 years.
2: I mean, where else are you going to go? You know, the mall.
0: (laughs) That's true. Come on. Uh, (laughs) On a fishing boat. I tried that. I couldn't find one. Uh, Anyway, listen. Your album. Yes. I mean, this is why we're here. This is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Even though we went on a rant. What if my album
2: was an hour about how much I think Louis sucks?
0: (laughs) How about suck on this? Also, I'm mad because I was like,
2: I saw him right before all the stuff blew up. And there was a couple bits that he did where I was like, ah, that's such a good bit. And I, when he was canceled, quote unquote, I thought, well, I'm taking those bits. They're mine now.
0: (laughs) What? Lisa! You're like, I hate my daughters. (laughs) Like what? Uh, What I'm so fat and old and people like, I don't really get this. No, he had this
2: bit that I thought was really clever. I'm just going to ruin it because I don't care because fuck him. Uh, He had a really clever bit about like people fighting over which religion, like Christians saying like that Muslims are taking over, or that like Jews are taking over whatever. And he's like, you won. What day is it? We go by the Christian calendar. (laughs) Like, you won up. the world, dum dums. Um so funny. I mean Yeah, it was That's it, such a it, weird dichotomy uh, like
0: fuck him, but it sucks we're never going to see that bit fully fleshed out. You know
2: what? I I you know what I will do? I'll wait till he puts out an album. I'll listen to that uh bit if he does it and then I'll just start doing it verbatim. <laughs> Watch me. Like,
0: what are you going to do? Ruin another woman's career? What are you going to do? Jerk off on me? Got you. <laughs> Louis C.K. punched Lisa Curry. <laughs> <laughs> so, this really backfired. Uh, and then I get canceled because everyone's like, "No, but what you did was really bad. <laughs> it was outrageous." Yeah, yeah, he assaulted people, but you stole a bit. <laughs> we need to think about what's really important in <laughs> and society at large. Ah, oh, he sucks. Oh, it's all hell.
2: He sucks, but he uh, does have some good bits. Whatever. <laughs> Look I mean, at me. Yeah, no, he does. Truth.
0: Look, I monsters can be clever. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. If they couldn't, we probably wouldn't have monsters because they'd be too dumb to get one over on us. Yeah. Uh, what a dark reality. Like, my mom is a crazy person and was horrific. Very clever. Uh, yeah. Lots of- They jokes. always are. Um, your album, it's on the consideration list.
2: Yeah, Where, my album- uh. uh Alive for a while was submitted for Grammy consideration. It's in the mix. Fyc.
0: Oh shit. Voting is
2: October twenty second through November fifth. Yes. So I believe you have to pick three categories. I don't know. You you, three Zero categories five. within your field or whatever. Yeah. If you're yeah. in the, I haven't voted yet. I will be voting uh, for for me next week. If you are in the Recording Academy, I'll be or voting you for know Louis. someone. <laughs> <laughs> um can i, I tell you also? <laughs> 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 with like a little but you, you put like a heart over the eye yeah. um uh this is look i just i i don't i don't have all the information to agree or disagree with this position but the the recording academy decided that bo burnham is ineligible for the best comedy album i was Harry. gonna tell
0: you this because it's technically his is like a soundtrack for a special or something
2: Hmm, and i am so happy to see that because that means there's one fewer famous person in the mix
0: <laughs> i'm
2: like there's five slots there's not a lot of submissions i think so um vote for me please i have a great underdog story i, I booked my own tour i recorded my first album in london for christ's sake uh she i put will it out punch louie in the face i will yeah, punch she... louie in the face give me the opportunity please please please
0: you <laughs> put it out herself she hustles her fucking ass off Thank I you. mean, when do you and think I think it's, it's a good album, it is a good album. Go everyone. That'll be linked in the show notes too. go get it. If anyone listening to this is in the recording Academy, which is not far fetched, I have friends in music.
2: No, you and I are both in it. Like nobody knows. I think people like don't under
0: that. You can like join uh, things. You
2: can join. It's a fucking rigorous process.
0: <laughs> it is a lot of um, clicking and filling out forms. Mm-hmm. Go join <laughs> vote for Lisa. Vote against any type of country song that would have kept mine from getting in there.
1: Yeah. That's what
0: happened, but it probably is. Um, Dude. Okay. One more time. Tell everyone the name of your album. Oh, yes. Search for it.
2: I am Lisa Curry, and my album is Alive for a While. Um, I think it's a good album.
0: It's a great album. I think you should
2: vote for it. I I just want to be nominated. I don't want to win. It would be embarrassing to win quite honestly because i think maria bamford's in the mix like i should i want all i want is to lose to maria bamford that's it that's my wish
0: cut to you winning and you're like oh this is embarrassing
2: i would fully get up there and be like this is this is wrong this i is have a to scam. leave <laughs> i quit comedy this is bye embarrassing
0: <laughs> for you guys how'd you lose to me you idiots, you more. I'm no one's even heard of me in this place. Ridiculous. Rihanna, your dress is terrible. And then you leave and they're like, mm-hmm.
2: no, <laughs> like Curry what's happening? Got
0: punched in the face by Rihanna." all I want is to be on that
2: stage so that Kanye West can interrupt me and I can be famous. That's and he's it.
0: like, Kanye had the best comedy album of all time.
2: And I'm like, you did. This is yeah. it right here, brother. What a <laughs> Why who? do I say? Why would I say brother?
0: Because <laughs> you're a white person trying to publicly interact with a black person in a world where you're afraid everyone will cancel I you. thought of it in and like a then you a do church. the wrong thing.
2: I thought of it in like a church way. Like I thought of
0: it in like a whole Hogan you know? way when you said it. Yeah. Like brother. <laughs> but then it did come out as an old white man addressing an older black man. No, no, no. I meant it it's like so a church It's so uncomfortable thing. when you see that happen.
2: Oh, Oh because Kanye is a church or open a church or something. I don't he know. The Kardashians also have a, a church. church.
0: The church. <laughs> I'm sorry, of he's
2: officially changed his name to Yee. So uh it's not really Kanye anymore. It's just Ye. It's Church of Ye and the fucking Ye Kardashian church. <laughs> it's all wow. just a tax haven. Look, if I get five more dollars in my bank account, I'm starting a church.
0: So <laughs> look, you need Can't six you need six people to start a church. That's it? I th- Wait, are you serious? Full disclosure: someone said that to me, and I did no research after they said it. But if (laughs) if the listeners of this podcast, I I know there's more than six of you. There's at least seven listening to this. Um, no, I would start. (laughs) I would start a church, and just funnel. I once in a coffee, a cold brew fueled manic episode, started googling how to make myself a nonprofit. (laughs) So I'm like, I just I then I have like a salary for myself, and then I can like. United Nations the rest of the money and give it away cuz I don't need a lot. Wait, isn't
2: JFL a nonprofit? I love That's the look on your face kidding. right now. I think I think they might be. I know for sure the groundlings are a nonprofit. Multi-multi-million dollar nonprofit bullshit. There's no way
0: JFL is a nonprofit. There's no I you could be right. I cannot believe that a company that has a has a showcase called New Faces that largely just takes the faces of people who are smaller. Fish on the shelf of a big agent who has the comic they want to sell. Out a theater. <laughs> and it's no disrespect. There's plenty of funny people who get new faces, but you're getting new faces because you're on the same roster as Dave Chappelle. And the agent's like, yeah, you can have Dave for this amount of money and four of my clients mm-hmm. in new faces like that's how it works
2: um okay so it's not jfl sorry i had to google very it really much quick. for perfect. but i remember i remember there was something that recently where i was like what the fuck that's a non-profit because it was like oh. another big big company but i know the groundlings is for sure
0: you know um, what i think i fuck, there's something i think i think i know what you're talking about and i can't remember what it is but yes <laughs> so i don't am not really any help is
1: this it
0: is every great. university ever um probably Enough for profit university. And then there's a statue of gold and you're like, okay, well, great. Um, okay. You guys go get Lisa's album. Go please. vote for her please. to be nominated for a Grammy. Where can people follow you?
2: Um, please just follow me on Instagram. I'm Olympian Lisa Curry on Instagram. Yeah. It's fun, and- fun pictures and promo things. I share a lot of art, like cool art in my stories because uh, I'm just too sincere on there. And I'm sorry. And sometimes I post things when I'm real stoned um, and people seem to enjoy that.
0: Yeah, no, she has a very beautiful Instagram. She also travels a lot. So you get to see cool places. Also, if you want to join Patreon, Patreon.com slash JMS comedy, you can get bonus content for a little as a dollar, but you can be one of my higher tier patrons and be here in the chat with us. Like my friend, Eric, who just did the work for us and found out all we need is three people to start a religion so we're, we're starting a religion right now after this. Amazing. Perfect. Um, also, if you are a diehard Louis C.K. stan, don't start commenting on Lisa's Instagram and trying to fight her. No one cares. Just- yeah,
2: I, I, I truly don't care. I, I listen to his stuff. Let him jerk off on you. I, I, I don't give a shit. Just, just just don't defend a grown man that you don't know because that's corny. I mean, that's, that's really, really It's corny. just dorky. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, just go make real friends. Uh, yeah. All right, you guys. We love you. We'll talk to you later. Uh, bye, idiots. May. Well, there you have it. Lisa Curry. We went all over the map. Literally the fucking talking about bombing in other countries and killing in other countries and being in other countries and being all over the United States. What a fun convo. Uh, Go check her out. Go follow her. If you're in the Academy, please, please consider voting for Lisa Curry. Her album is great. It translates across the globe. We've learned that. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Go uh, go check her out. Let me know what you think. You want more comedian episodes? Do you want more other episodes? Tell me what you want. Join the Facebook group. You can leave suggestions there. It's ignorance. is hashtag blessed idiots. Make sure you mention the podcast and the security questions or I'm not fucking letting you in. If you like the podcast and you haven't already, subscribe, rate, review it on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. And for fuck's sake, share it with your friends, because everyone's a little bit ignorant sometimes. <sighs> Big thank you to Eric, Jean, Michael, Greg, Kathy, Terry, exclusive members of the League of Extraordinary It's on Patreon. Couldn't do it without you. Come uh, come join us. Be part of our crappy hours. Join you at a smaller uh, level. And get all the episodes uncut early. Uncut, what does that mean? Extra shit I cut out that doesn't make it to regular ears. And more importantly, you get to hear me when I cut to commercials going, okay, this is just where we cut to a commercial, and then... Now we're going to come back, and here we go. It's a lot of fun, but I'm also putting exclusive stand-up over there. You can see the entire video of my uh, my album that I recorded. You can see the video, which means you get to see the act-outs. That is only there. You can see it. Patreon.com slash JMS Comedy. Leave a rating and review. I already said that, but I just really want them. And listen, please keep in mind, no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. I'm crying because I just watched Come From Away uh, on my television Anyways, my guests are just one person at a time sharing their own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from their situated position in the world. So don't take her opinion and go like, women think this. No, Lisa thinks that. Fucking relax. Uh, You got questions for Lisa? You got a question for a different guest? You want to hear other people? Like I said, let me know. Give me suggestions. Keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point?